You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. morning montgomery county we are rocking and rolling today it is thursday it is a beautiful day i've got my headphones turned way up because i'm dragging a little bit today i don't know why this past week i've been dragging some so i need that texas boogie woogie from ezra charles to wake me up and get me organized how you doing good morning to splendora the woodlands Tamina, Montgomery, Magnolia, Cut and Sheet, Splendora, did I say Splendora? New Caney, Cleveland, Willis, Montgomery, and all of Conroe and worldwide because we got people listening to us all over the world. And Eric Estes sent a message. I didn't read it yet. Eric is like the super duper fan. Dude, you're rocking. I got I to gotta check out what it is that you're saying to me today. Folks, we have a great show today. We have... Uh, a last-minute guest, so to speak, uh, because there's something awesome going on this Saturday that he and his church um, kind of are, are spearheading along with another organization here in town. So we are really, really excited to have to have him on here. And then we've got my friend and a friend to all of Conroe, Miss Effervescence herself, Janet Casper. And the crowd goes wild. Ah, Tyler, I bet you're listening. Heather, you said you'd be listening. Nancy, did you get the popcorn? Are you gathered around Nancy Hines? She was really excited, Janet. I don't know if you knew that or not, but she was like really excited. So we got a lot going on. Let me tell you what. What's today? Thursday. Don't know of anything going on tonight, tomorrow night. Saturday, Fearless Boxing has Father's Day, Family, Fitness, Fun, and Fellowship Day. That's what we're going to talk about. Don't know anything Saturday night. Hmm. If you guys know something's going on, you need to email me. You need to message me on Facebook so I can talk about it. Uh, I'll let you know right now, our wonderful guest tomorrow has changed. It was going to be Terry Jaggers of Orphan Care Solutions and Hope's Path, but we had a scheduling uh, situation. We needed to change it. She'll be on next week. I don't know which day yet. We're going to finalize that in the next day or two. Tomorrow will be your Montgomery County County Judge Craig Doyle. It is a state-of-the-office, state-of-the-county type format. It's not campaign season yet. Yeah, people are throwing their hats in the ring when we get to that, then we'll have more of a question and answer, more of a me asking questions, uh, representing you, the citizens. But tomorrow, it, he's coming on just like I've offered to every councilman, every elected official in the county to come on and talk about the state of their office. What's going on in the county is what he's going to talk about, what he feels is important that you need to know. Maybe y'all disagree on things. He's going to tell you his viewpoint on a lot of stuff, Montgomery County. So, you need to tune in. You need to listen. And then, Tuesday, he's got an event. If you want to go talk to him about that stuff, you can go check him out there if you want to. It's totally up to you to get involved in your county the way that you want to. I'm not going to tell anybody the way to vote and what to do. I'm just going to give you the information and let you figure out what you want to do. So, are you ready? We are going to bring on our first guest right away. We're going to dive right in. Pastor Daryl Hooper. How you doing, dude? Man, I'm great, Nathan. Thanks for uh, having us 
on today to just talk about some good things happening in Montgomery County and and uh, just excited about life, man. Great good. to be with you. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you folks. I have not met this man before. I might have met him in passing back at March Badness when Fearless Boxing had um, that event out at the KOA campground because a friend of mine that I've known several years, Roderick Williams, this man, Roderick Williams, has a heart the size of Texas. Absolutely. And we've talked about it before. We've talked about how sometimes we don't have money to do things. We don't have the means to do this and that. But we always have prayer and we always have volunteer time sometimes or we can always share things. And Roderick prays for every single stinking thing that he sees me involved in every time. And, and that you, you cannot ask for a better supporter than that. Roderick, if he doesn't have a dollar bill... He can spread the word and somebody else does. Or he tells somebody and 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 they pray. Yeah. But Roderick is he's a soldier for good and Absolutely. for God. He's awesome. So he introduced us and he wanted you to come on because you guys are going to talk about what you what you're going to do this Saturday at Fearless Boxing. But I want to know a little bit more about your church and what you and, and, and the men, what are you doing? Yeah, you know what, uh, Nathan, we we have a, a heart and a passion to build men. You know, the, the, the old saying is that Mother's Day, you know, moms are celebrated, and rightly so. They need to be celebrated. They're the hardest working people on the planet, raising kids, keeping the home, managing uh, all of the stresses uh, of, of parenting and mothering and all of that. But for some reason, dads kind of get uh, the, the raw end of the deal, and the, the, the old thinking is that if you go to church on Mother's Day, you're you're going to hear something really positive and great about moms. But if you go on Father's <laughs> Day, you're going to hear how terrible they are and how much work they need to do and and uh, how far they have to go to even get get back into anyone's good graces. So you, you got to I've been I've been to church on Mother's Day and Father's Day. Yeah. And it's twice as many people on Mother's Day. That's Father's exactly Day. right. So we started several years ago taking the weeks around uh, Father's Day and speaking to men, we call it Man Up. And this uh, this June specifically, we're 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 focused on a series called Men at Work. So, what what can men men are workers naturally. We we want to uh, put food on the table. We want to build the shed in the backyard. We want to put together the bicycle for uh, the kids. But what else do we want to work on? We we want to build the life that we want. We want to build the family that we want. We want to get our hands involved in making a difference in our community and in, in our family. Even if you're not a father yet, you've got hands to work and make a difference. There's just something to be said about a man who is in his rightful place of leadership and, and strength. When he is in his rightful place, everything in our lives, everything in our homes, everything in uh, our community, it, it just goes better. So we're speaking to men this month and, and, and building men and trying to make a difference in the lives of men. And then we try to have some fun things for uh, the guys to do. As you mentioned, we, we uh, saw you at March Badness. That was our first time to go uh, to a boxing event. I've never seen amateur boxing. I fell in love with it, thought it was really, really cool. I got to tell you, I got to interrupt real quick. That was so cool that Roderick was coming. And then yeah. all of a sudden he shows up with a posse. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just him. And he, there's like five, six, seven or so of you guys. Yeah, we had we had a dozen or so around our okay. table, a couple different tables. So uh, the guys really liked it. And of course, as men do, you know, you start putting yourself in the ring. What it would it be like <laughs> for me to have that equipment on and those gloves on and 
and for me to be throwing the punches and it not, you know, be something on the street that's a negative thing, but to be having uh, some fun in the ring. And so Roderick went to work and uh, found out Fearless Boxing would would uh, be happy to host us and put us in a ring and and just give us the opportunity to train a little bit and spar a little bit and just really have a good time. We're always looking for uh, ways and opportunities just to get together. You know, the, the misnomer about men is that they like to be by themselves or they, 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 they don't talk to anyone. And that's nothing could be further from the truth. Men love community, uh, iron sharpening iron, getting together and uh, building that camaraderie and pushing on one another uh, uh, here and there, you know, making one another better. Well, I think that that comes across that way too, because, and I can speak for myself and other friends, as we go through trials and tribulations, and a lot of times it's guilt that we've done something wrong or yeah. we haven't done something, then we do tend to go into that reclusive mode. We do mm-hmm. want to be alone. But I guess what you're saying too is, but deep down inside, we don't. No. We want to be in the brotherhood. We want to be around other people. We want to be in leadership position of some kind, but we put that mask on sometimes and go and go hide away. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've definitely learned, you know, men again, get the bad rap uh, of, of not being communicative or, uh, you know, sometimes a, a grunt is a whole paragraph for a man. Uh, sometimes just a, just a nod, you know, says a, a whole lot, but uh, men are actually very communicative and and want to talk. We may not use as many words as uh, a female uses during the day, but what we say carries weight and has meaning. And men have emotions. Uh, you know, emotion doesn't mean that I'm sitting around crying all the time or I'm, uh, you know, uh, just kind of set. No, men have, have emotion and, and they need to express that. They do it in different ways and uh, they need to be celebrated for that, and they're better because of it, and, and especially knowing they have a safe place, and they're in community with other guys, other fellas who uh, need the same. You know, the Bible said that it's not good for man to be alone, and and we know that that God created Eve for Adam because it wasn't good for him to be alone. But that's not the only relationship He was building Adam for. There were other relationships, and we need those relationships. I need you as my friend. I need. Uh, to have uh, people in my life to help keep me accountable and and to help push me toward uh, greater things and and possibilities in my life. So that's what this is all about. Another event to get together, to push one another, to build one another, and uh, hopefully learn how to throw a knockout punch. <laughs> Seems like it come in handy. Well, I, I can tell you, it's it's a it's a sport all in of itself. That that I've always known that, but I haven't respected it as the sport until I'm there. I do cardio boxing there. And, you know, technically it's, it's a sanctioned ring and they're really careful. So I have no desire to spar. The only time I get in the ring is we're doing the, the mitts. But, man, three one-minute rounds doing the mitts. I've gone to the second and third round where I could barely get my hand up just to hit a dead hey, mitt. You know, I, I've not done it yet, but I decided <laughs> just there watching uh, the boxing event that uh, even the one-minute rounds, that's the longest yeah. one minute in sports yeah. right there. And the three minutes, wow, that's a – you're going to have to have an ambulance ready for me. I, I don't know that I can uh, stand up that long, but it's it's pretty cool to watch. Well, tell us a little bit about Saturday, and here's what we're going to do. I'd like to get you and some of your crew, your posse, your your men back on at another time when we can talk about the different things that you're doing in the community, the different outreaches you may have that people may want to, want to know about and get involved. 
Tell us about Saturday. What What is your goal for Saturday? Yeah, Saturday is is really about uh, having a good time. We're going to start at 10 a.m. And, and come in, and Fearless Boxing is going to uh, provide some of their trainers and coaches just to get us familiar with some equipment and the heavy bags and speed bags and things like that, just have a chance to uh, just spend some time. Maybe you're uh, a man who's uh, had some experience uh, I've I've never really had a lot of experience with that, so I'm looking forward to just getting in and and uh, feeling the heavy bag and the speed bag and just trying all of that out, and then the opportunity to get into the ring, and uh, you know we're we're no one's going to try to hurt one another or do anything like that, but we just we just want to have a good time. It's really about being together, uh, men, fathers, dads, sons, bring your family. Uh, and, and, and let's just hang out in, in an environment that is positive and safe and life-giving and uh, excited uh, for, um, you know, the tomorrows of your life. And so that's what Saturday's all about, getting together, having a good time. Uh, if, if you're a dad, if you're a father, if you're a man, even if you don't have kids yet, you still have fatherhood in you. And so it's good to be around other men, to be around other uh, fathers, just um, uh, one thing we promote heavily is just a generational influence, mentorship. I love to be around men who uh, are a little older than I am. They've been down the road. They, they've already seen what I'm looking for and oftentimes can tell me what it's going to be like or, hey, you don't want to go down that path. And so just having that opportunity uh, to be around other guys. It's not going to be a preaching event. We're not going to sit down and do Bible study. We're going to have fun. Well, I'll tell you, I shared some of that information. We made an event page, and a lot of people have reacted. Don't know what the turnout's going to be, but and before we go, I'll just say this. There's a mom out there that mentioned something on Facebook last night, and I responded to her. She's got four young boys. There's not a father in the home. Now, the father may be active. I don't know, but not in the home. And so I responded to her. I said, bring the boys. There's going to be extra men there to be a father figure or bring that father. But the point was, too, she's the mother by herself, so she's also the father right now. Absolutely. So we're going to celebrate her as the mother and the father. Yeah. I was raised in that home. My my father was gone by the time I was five years old, and so uh, mom drove us to all of those events, and we depended. We depended on other uh, father figure type men, and so we've got some great ones that are a part of North Star Church that would love to meet uh, those four boys love to show them a great time, feed them some hot dogs, and and uh, just have a great time uh, hanging out with one another. Cool. So Fearless Boxing this Saturday, 1214D, South Fraser, from 10 to 3. I believe North Star is going to be there 10 to 2, but we're going to keep everything open until 3. Tell everybody real quick how to get a hold of you for more information about you and your church. Yes, they can go to northstarchurch.tv, northstarchurch.tv. Uh, you can email uh, our church, info at northstarchurch.tv. You can call us, 281-809-0102. Uh, we'll be happy to connect with you. Do anything we can to uh, help anyone, whether you're a part of our church or not. But we look forward to meeting some great great men this Saturday, 10, cool. 10 to 3. Thank you for being here, and I will see you Saturday morning myself. Sounds great. Folks, you're listening to Montgomery County Lifestyle on Lone Star Community Radio, your community radio station. We'll be right back.
Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. We are back. Good morning again, Montgomery County. Holy cow, we are rocking. We are on a roll. Thank you, Pastor Hooper, for coming in here uh, at the last minute. Thank you, Roderick, for setting that up. Thank you to my next guest, Jenna Casper, for allowing us to throw that in there kind of at the last minute. Folks, are you ready? We've got a lot of information. Got a wonderful young lady here. We could probably, and I think we will. I think we're going to set up a week where Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'm going to make you in charge, and you're going to bring us people from several different organizations that work together, and we're just going to have three days of information about what you're involved in, what you do, and what I like to, to promote because I like being involved in it. Wonderful. Now, ladies and gentlemen, 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 Janet Casper, how you doing? Hi, Nathan. I'm good. Thanks. Good. Good to see yeah, you. Yeah, good to see you as always. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Okay, we're going to dive in. The folks okay. need to know, who is Janet Casper? Tell us who you are. Give us some background. Who is Janet Casper? Well, I am um, a native from Conroe. I, I will say I, um, well, I'm, I'm originally from Houston, but my parents decided to come to Conroe when I was in fifth grade, so I grew up here. And then um, graduated Conroe High, class of 87. So I have a lot of friends here. Hey, I just realized I didn't see you at the big show. I was becoming a grandmother that day. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> right. I remember the post. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I missed that. But it, it, I was jealous. I saw all the pictures that looked like a really great time. And God, so your I, posse was wild. You have good yeah, posse. I do. I do. <laughs> I do. I saw the pictures and I was a little bit jealous, but hey, nothing beats becoming a grandmother. Right. So first time grandma. So digging that. You look way too young to be a grandma. Well, thank you. I'll, uh, I'll pay you for that later. That's what I like to hear. So we're still trying to figure out what she's going to call me. We got some time for that. I'm not sure I want to be called grandma. Come on, yet. be old fashioned. I don't have uh, kids. If I did, I want, I would want to be grandpa. Okay. That's just old-fashioned, Grandpa. Well, I'll think that's about a, that. Grandma, Granny. Mm, that that's a little harsher. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many weird <laughs> names: the Ninis, the Nunis. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I mean, no offense, but yeah, I'm not going to be the a other new day new. said they were a Nini. I'm like a Nini. Hmm. I don't know. How about Mima? Yeah, I think about it. Mama? I don't know. I'm going to just see what she ends up coming out of her mouth because okay. really, it's going to be what she can end up saying and. What I am to her. So it's as long as she, I like it, she can do it. <laughs> good thing she's not near me. I would, I would start. Grandma, 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 right, grandma. right. So tell us more about you. So, okay, so you're from here. You graduated uh-huh. 87. Um, tell us more, like, going into, um, um, you know, education as far as what drove you to go after what you're doing now. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I... I was raised in a home where my parents were incredibly generous. They were just generous people, and I feel very blessed for that. We, we always had people at our house, and um, my father. We didn't have a lot. My father worked really hard, 
but we had what we needed. There were five of us uh, kids, and um, and so they were just very generous. I can remember times as a kid having um, uh, other kids um, just come stay with us for a bit because there were some things going on at home or someone had called and, and said, you know, this is a family member, a friend of a friend of a family member. Um, and so that teenager would come in. And, and um, I can remember even uh, uh, my, my father was a plumber, is a plumber. He has his own plumbing business, but he really should be retired. I don't know if he'll ever retire. But, um, you know, he, he did repair calls a lot in senior citizen homes. And, and there was a an older gentleman there that he befriended. And then um, one day he was out doing a call and saw this man was on the street and he was homeless. And um, so he ended up at our house and stayed with us for a few months until uh, they were able to find some more suitable housing for him. And so that was kind of um, the environment that I grew up in. And so I think that that really instilled in me um, a, a heart to, to give that was just normal for our family. And so I, I've always kind of had that. That's always been a part of who I was. And so I think that drew, drove a lot. And then um, certainly as, as a teenager, I really felt the strong sense of, of calling. And, and so um, I, I just ended up kind of looking for opportunities to do things like that. And so that really drove kind of my education, what I ended up you know, pursuing and, and studying and um, yeah. Wow. It's funny you say that because I look back, I've had a few people say, well, Nathan, why do you, what do you want to get involved so much? What do you do mm -hmm. this and that for? There was never this one moment that something happened. There was never this, you know, one sit down conversation. But as I got older, I mean, just really in the past eight to 10 years, I just realized it was sitting back and watching the same thing, mm. watching my parents, watching mm -hmm. my dad. I remember my dad giving away my brother's bicycle. Mm. And at that one moment, we were like, why is he giving this bicycle away? But it got replaced. Yeah, Somebody needed it. Some family member or a missionary was coming through, mm -hmm. through and it was in Liberty, Texas, was coming through, and, and they needed a bike. I remember games. I remember clothes and stuff being given away, but I remember getting it replaced. I don't ever remember right. not having anything. Right. So I think we see that, yeah. and I think... Even though there was never those moments of sitting down and saying you needed it, you needed it, we just pick it up. Yeah, and I and I think that's why I really um, have a heart for for families and for people who maybe haven't ever had that. Yeah. And so I, I look at some of the people that I ha uh, help, and uh, I, I work a lot with youth and teenagers, and they just didn't have a home where they had what they needed, and um, and they they didn't have it modeled to them. A lot of them grew up in the foster care system. And, and, and you know, and some of them were really great foster homes and, and that happened for them. But those don't tend to be the ones that no. I work with. Not and only is it that, that not modeled for them, unfortunately, the, the it's opposite the is opposite. modeled. It's the opposite. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I, I see that a lot with people that I work with and even in adults in other areas where I've worked um, through the Salvation Army or um, you know, I just saw that they didn't have what I had growing up. And and so, um, you know, it made sense to me. It made a lot of sense to me that they acted the way that they acted, right? If we're a product of our environment, um, kind of makes sense that you seek to survive one way if that's all you've known, and then you survive another way if that's all that you've known. Yeah. And so I, that that gives me a lot of, I think, compassion 
and um, empathy and the desire to, to come alongside them and um, meet some of those basic needs so that they can kind of um, choose a, a different path for themselves that's going to get their needs met much better, right? And so... And you do it with such patience and grace. And I, and I mean that. I mean, mm, you really do. You, you. you model for so many other people, and myself included, who want to be involved. Mm -hmm. You model a great way for us to learn from you how to do oh, it. Oh, thank Cause you. Because a lot of people have a great heart. Yeah. But they just don't know how to do it. And they want to get involved, but they mm -hmm. don't know how to do that. And, and it can almost become abrasive sometimes. Sure. And, I, and I've seen some people who, who meant well, adults, but they turned that kid off. Yeah. And they didn't understand why that kid couldn't understand because their kid understood. Right. It's because that kid never saw. Yeah. That, that kid doesn't, that's not an, it's not the same playing field, kind yep. of a little on un, un, an unequal playing field. And, and so they have different skill sets. And so they respond differently. Doesn't necessarily mean that they're bad. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, and, and I really do believe people, um, want to do well, they want to do good and they do the best with what they have. And, um, and then they're just trying to get their needs met. Yeah. You know. We're going to take a break in a minute. Mm -hmm. And when we come back, I want to learn a little more. Let's talk real quickly about where you're at now, the organization, okay. what you do. And then we're going to curve into a broader area, sure. the Montgomery County Homeless Coalition, the Empowerment Center, and things like that. Okay. Does that sound good? Sounds great. Tyler, Nancy, Heather, go get some friends to listen. <laughs> Folks, Montgomery County Lifestyle with Nathan Arizati. We'll be right back. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Oh, buddy, we are back. We are jamming. We had that half-hour break. We had some good commercials in there. And now it's time to get deeper into what makes Janet Kesper tick and how what's going on in our community. And then in this, be listening. Be listening and find out what might pique your interest to where you, your business, your organization, your church, your service league, whatever, might want to get involved somewhere or get more information. All right, Janet, tell us about what you're doing right now. Yeah, so right now I have the privilege of working with youth and young adults who are um, between the ages of 16 and 24, and they're either currently experiencing homelessness or they're at risk of becoming homeless. So um, I direct a resource center called Community Youth Outreach, and that's a collaborative program of Montgomery County Youth Services, CASA Child Advocates, and Angel Reach. And so really that, that was formed with a desire to do more for these kids. We saw um, actually not only just in our county, but uh, really across the state and across the nation, that this was a growing issue of um, a, a lot of young adults uh, for, for multiple reasons, just various reasons, were finding themselves homeless and in different different types of homelessness um the bottom line is they all had um experience or they're experiencing housing instability some are literally sleeping outside 
in abandoned buildings and yep. cars and tents in the woods. Uh, some are um, at a friend's house. Maybe they, they can stay for a couple of days. Maybe they can stay for a week or two. It's not permanent. It's not stable. And, and they're always looking for the next place to go, trying not to wear out their welcome until they can get on their feet. Um, and, and, you know, that's really, that's really hard. You know, when I, when I was 18, certainly when I was 16, I didn't have to worry about where I was going to sleep at night. Um, and, and then certainly when I was 18, I had the support of my parents. I went off to school. They made sure that, you know, I had what I needed and, um, that wasn't a concern for me, but, um, for various reasons, that's a big concern for a lot of our young adults, uh, these days. I'd like to ask you about a couple of, um, examples. Sure. And, and I'm going to throw a couple of them out there. You pick one mm-hmm. because the first thing people visualize when we talk about homeless youth, mm-hmm. is, is what you said, in in abandoned buildings, uh, in the woods, and, and of course that's drastic and that's mm-hmm. traumatic and that's terrible. Mm-hmm. And we got to jump on that. But I want people to understand just how how blind we can be to what's really going on. Sure. I know about a young lady who was going to school in the woodlands, uh-huh. and she was. God, either couch surfing, living in her car, something mm-hmm. of that nature, but she still graduated. Mm-hmm. I know about a young man, and maybe there's multiple stories up here, mm-hmm. that was living in his car yep. while he was going to school. Yep. So the odds are nobody knew that. Tell me, somehow touch on, on a specific incident like that sure. where we would be blind to, yeah. to that. Yeah, absolutely. We, we get calls, um, you know, fairly regularly from the, the local schools saying we we have a student here and we've just discovered that he's been staying in a car his parents kind of just we don't know where they went or he's been staying at a friend's house help what do we do with this kid and and i got a call like that um from angela matthews uh, a year ago a year and a half ago actually almost two years ago project mentor yes yeah. yeah and um and she and I stay in close contact when she has students like that in that situation. And we rally around to see what we can do. And this young man was one of those. I mean, he was 17 years old, uh, junior in high school, going to school faithfully, doing really well in school. His grades were really well uh, going, um, keeping them up. And um, he he was homeless, no fault of his own. Mother, unfortunately, struggled with addiction and, and found herself... Um, addicted once you know addicted once again yep. and yep. and left and he had nowhere to go and so uh, we actually he he helped us to pilot a new program a host this. home program I'm grinning. yeah and and i just said you know we can do this come on people we can do this 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 kid has no criminal history no juvenile justice issues whatsoever no addiction issues um he he needs he just needs a place to stay and he needs to be with a family and so I, I reached out to one of my friends yep. and she said yes. And he's been with her for almost two years now. And um, he's a member of that family. And, and it's just a wonderful thing. And um, we've since had eight host homes. And uh, I remember when you didn't have any and you wanted it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did not know you had eight. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and not all of them go as smoothly as that. Right. Um, but, uh, for the most part, they've gone really, really well. And, um, and every single one of them have, um, have a sense of family that they hadn't had. So if they've, um, 
chosen to leave, they still have that support and they stay in contact. Some of them say, well, I'm ready to do this on my own. And maybe they're not really, but they're trying because, you know, we do that when we're 18, 19. We don't need anyone, right? But they're their safety net. And so we've been able to give them a safety net. Wow. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Well, I know that some of that, you know, maybe coming to an end or maybe transferring into other areas and different collaborations and stuff like that. So that being said, let's talk about you. You wear a bigger hat. Janet mm-hmm. is more than just that. Um, you're the president. Mm-hmm. I think is that the, of yeah. the Montgomery County Homeless Coalition, which mm-hmm. has been around a while. Let's jump over to that because sure. there's a lot going on. There's a lot that was really just traveling at, at lightning speed, and then it came to a halt, and then it's back, and then it's done with the need to do. So I think we've probably lost some people, and I'll be the first one to say, shame on me. Mm-hmm. But I kind of got lost there for a while and of what was going on and hadn't stayed involved. Tell me, what is the Homeless Coalition? Yeah. And what are you doing? What is this empowerment center, and, sure. and what do we need to know about that? Yeah, yeah. So the Homeless Coalition, really, it exists to, to be a, um, uh, an organization that brings community service providers together because we really believe we can do more together than we can do by, by ourselves, right? And, and we really don't want to duplicate services. Yeah. We, we don't want to uh, spread ourselves too thin. If we've got someone who's really great at doing that, go for it. Let's support you. Let, what, can, what do you need from us? How can we help you be the best at that? Your best practice is this over here. Let's, let's do that. How can we work together so that we can do more for our community? And so the role of the Homeless Coalition is to to be a uniting force to allow agencies to come together. We meet once a month um, for our monthly meetings. And we have, um, we average, uh, actually, we average about 50 now who who come to that meeting. it's, It's grown really quickly over this past year, and that's really exciting to see. Um, and, and so we, we, at those meetings, we give an opportunity for people to network and problem solve. And uh, oftentimes um, organizations have shared clients. And so they're able to kind of put their heads together and say, you know, if you can do this for that client, I can do this for that client. And uh, that client's going to have a, a, a broader support team. And that's a good thing. And then one of the things that we do also is we provide training opportunities. We research um, I am not a fan of reinventing the wheel. It's not. And, and so I, I like to spend a lot of time um, doing some research and seeing what's out there, what's working in other communities. Would it work in our community? Um, what pieces of it would work in our community? I mean, Montgomery County, Conroe, we're our community. And let's see what we can pull from other things and, and work together. But there's a lot of research out there. And um, I like to look for things that are evidence-based. And um, we're all very busy resources are tight we don't want to waste them and so one of the roles of the coalition is to do that is to kind of look for best practices bring in experts where we can and and allow some great training to happen for these agencies that um, a lot of them just don't have the time to do because they're busy doing the work and and so we want to be a support for them we want to give that to them Um, and then um, one you know the the newest initiative that you'd mentioned the empowerment center which um, really what we're calling that is E3, which stands for Equip, Educate, and Empower. And, and we see this as a, as a collective impact uh, initiative that will allow some, some core um, organizations in our community to come together 
uh, for the common purpose of, of educating and empowering and equipping people to, to raise to a better level of self-sufficiency. And so this, um, we, we were awarded a grant. It's, it's kind of crazy. I, you know, I, I have faith and I, I feel like, you know, a lot of times God just puts things before us and I'm like, Ooh, we weren't looking to do this. No, we all, you know, our board is comprised of all volunteers. We don't have any paid staff. We don't have an executive director and we all have very busy demanding jobs. And we're like, that's a big project. But but we knew that the former food bank that's over here off of uh, 2nd Street. Right next to Salvation right Army. Right next to Salvation mm-hmm. Army was, was available when they moved out. So we, um, um, Montgomery County Community, Community Development Office reached out to us and said, do you think you guys could do something with that? And we're like, hmm. So we started dreaming. And I have to give uh, credit to Nancy Hines. Yeah. I give credit where credit is due. And Nancy saw something that I didn't quite see. I saw, well, that's a lot of work. That's what I saw. (laughs) But Nancy's a visionary. And Nancy was like, no, I really do believe that God's calling us to do this. I think we can do this. And so um, Nancy's a very determined person. If you know Nancy, she she doesn't give up. She doesn't stop. And so she kept doing the legwork and investigating. And then I'm like, wow, this is this is coming together. I, I think she's on to something. And so she brought the rest of us, the board kind of together, and we were able to see this vision. And um, we were awarded a million dollar grant to, to repurpose it. And so right now we're in the phase we've um, where the actual construction is taking place. And uh, we- How long has that been going on? Well, we broke ground. Oh gosh, Nancy, I wish you were here to tell me. It was- um, Oh my goodness! Just generically, couple of months. Couple of months, if that long. Yeah, I didn't know. If that long, we're we're gonna do we're gonna do a formal groundbreaking and celebration. Like I said, all of us have very demanding full time jobs, and we just haven't done that yet. But Can we'll I back catch up on everyone. something about Nancy? Absolutely, because I know Nancy's listening. Yeah. And only a handful of people know this, but I respect her so much. Yeah. And the, one of the main reasons I respect her is before we met, and of course when she and I met. She had her guard up. Mm-hmm. She went. She's not even Catholic. She's Methodist. <laughs> she went to the Catholic church and got holy water to sprinkle me or douse me. <laughs> she had her guard up because I was with an organization that later on I found out was not all that they said that they were. Mm. And so I was looked at by a lot in your group as who is this slick dude coming in here? Mm. Hindsight, I don't blame any of you for looking at me that way. <laughs> But you didn't give up on giving me a chance. No. And by no. doing that, I saw the light. I mm. saw what was going on in the organization I was with. Several of us tried to change it, couldn't change it, so we bailed. Mm. But Nancy, through that, Nancy saw and helped affect the change in me and let me see what was a good path, what was the good organizations, and what was happening. And that's why I say, if for no other reason than that, I respect her because she knew that she then later on found out my heart was in the right place. So she slowly in her own way helped guide me down that path. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, I just want to say as a coalition, we, we want to be team players, you know, and, and we welcome, we welcome anyone who is behind the mission and wants to be, be team players. And because there's enough for all of us to do. And, and so, yeah, I, I think, um, I, I agree with you. Nancy's awesome. I love Nancy. 
Um, but anyway, so so yeah, with E3, you know, that was something that she she really challenged us to look at, and it did just kind of fall in our laps, and and um, and we're working hard to make it happen and make it be what we really feel is something that the community needs. And so a lot of uh, a lot of us who are hands on and, and um, serving our community on the front lines, we see that um, our our clients that we work with just need more opportunities um, to raise their level of income. And so that's what we've come together to do for this specific purpose. And so the Montgomery County Homeless Coalition, again, we're not the service provider. We're, we're kind of the backbone agency. And so we're we're bringing together the collaboration. So so we've designed this building to um, hold um, a lot of different organizations that it, it won't necessarily be for most of them. It will not be their main campus, but it will be an office that they come maybe a couple of days a week um, to, again, work together with with clients who are really at that stage of change um, where they're at what's called we call the, the planning and action stage of change. They're kind of past the pre-contemplating and contemplating um, contemplative stage of change, uh, which means they're not really quite sure um, that they're ready to, to move forward. So this would be for those who are really ready and, and they are ready to just get involved. And, and we'll have um, six anchor organizations that are going to be there. And let me just tell you who they are. because I was going to awesome. say, come on, tell us yeah. who they are. Okay, so we have... Um, we, we, we've just signed a collaborative MOU, and um, our backbone agencies are Lone Star, Montgomery College. They're putting in a culinary um, kitchen, a school in there, and um, super, super excited about that. I, I meet with a lot of clients who are just cannot wait to have that opportunity because we don't have that in this area. Uh, Crisis Assistance Center, they will um, put their hand up um, program in there. So to work out of there, Easter Sills, Bank On, um, they will come and they will bring kind of the financial planning, the financial support for people who do that. Educational outcomes. Is that Carmen? Yes, that's awesome. Carmen. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, Carmen, yeah. if you're not listening, you're on my list. That's awesome. I love yeah, Carmen. Yeah, yeah, she's God. awesome. We love her too. That's why we're like, you've got to be here with us. <laughs> uh, educational outcomes, um, that's with uh, Gary Otis uh, yeah, heads yeah. that. And so that's a, a GED program and an ESL program. And I was able to, I've been able to work with him directly through the, the work that I do with youth. And I tell you what, I have seen young adults that have tried for um, years to get their GED. They started working with Gary and his team and we're talking months and now they're in college. Now, I know he was doing that way back when I was coming over there for a while. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Gary is a guy with compassion and passion and empathy. Yes. But he also knows when to, when to lay down the hammer, right? Absolutely. He's, and he's very, not going to take their excuses because he, be because he, has, he mm -hmm. believes in the kids. He, and he, and he's able to, to pull that out of them. Mm -hmm. And, and they, they know, they know that he's for them and he challenges them and he challenges them appropriately in a way that's motivating and, right. and makes them want to do better. In fact, uh, as I was leaving to come over here, uh, I, Gary was, was in the office and I walked past and his first graduate, when he first started the GED program with us a year ago, um, his, his first graduate from that program just completed her first year of college. Wow. And she just was coming back to visit. And it was the sweetest thing because she was telling him what classes she had taken what her grades were which she did very well 
academically. And then she was all signed up for the fall semester. And I was like, this is what it's about. This is yeah. beautiful. This was a, a young woman who didn't have much opportunity growing up with her background and she's in college and she's doing well. So anyway, so educational outcomes will be there. They also have ESL programs uh, that will be offered as well. And then uh, I want to make sure I get everyone uh, for, uh, we have charity site incorporated. Oh gosh, I have to put my glasses on cause I am a grandma now. Um, but charity site incorporated will be there doing vision screenings and glasses. Uh, First United Methodist church will be there. They do ID recovery and, um, they, they are also supportive partners with clients. Um, Montgomery County Homeless Coalition, of course, will be the backbone. Texas AgriLife Extension will do uh, healthy cooking classes and garden supports. We, we revitalized the garden. I don't know if you've been over there lately, but there was a, a full yeah. forks functioning garden there at one time. And um, that's been revitalized. In fact, um, the first uh, harvest of crops are ready, and I think um, they're going to be selling those soon at a farmer's market. And and giving them, actually, uh, a lot of it's going to Pilgrim's Rest right. Church and going into that community. But we have so much, we need to get rid of it. And then that will go back into the garden. So it's it's exciting. So that's, that's what E3 is. That's what's happening with that. And and we're on target to, to open um, the spring of next year. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, well, the classes, the cooking classes will be on the spring calendar, but, but the goal is to be in there and operating um, at the end, by the end of this year. Well, this is a great time for me to announce one of part of what our conversation was. We haven't formulated exactly what it is, but Janet and Montgomery County Lifestyle with Nathan Arzati, the radio and TV talk show are going to collaborate. Yeah. I like and Janet is going to be bringing one day a month minimum. We're going to figure out which day it is, whether it's the third month, Wednesday, the fourth Thursday, the first Friday. We don't know what that is yet. Or did we? Did we didn't agree on that yet. No, we? No, no, we didn't. And you're going to be bringing different organizations like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. She's going to be bringing some organizations that are over at the Empowerment Center that are giving back to the community that that are in need of your support or they just want to tell you the stories because of your support. She might be bringing some businesses that are involved and highlighting those businesses. And we're going to talk about what they do because we would love people to go spend money with those businesses because that business is involved in our community. We're going to be talking about people from East County, West County, South County, North County, and in between right here in Conroe. But that is going to be Janet's function as the Montgomery County Homeless Coalition so that one day a month, we're going to have this kind of conversation right here. Yeah, and that's exciting, Nathan. It, it really is, because I really do believe, I, I had this conversation, um, I've been having this conversation actually for months with Rodney Poole, the Downtown uh, Merchants Association president. And, and you know, he and I talk and we're like, you know what, we're a community that really cares. We really are a community that really cares. Montgomery County is a community that will rally together and, and be there uh, for the people in their community. And I think um, we just don't tell the story enough. Right. We don't tell the story enough and we don't give people opportunities and we don't um, shed background information uh, to help people understand what's going on. You know, Because I think that we don't often realize that there are a lot of systemic barriers out there that keep people in poverty. And it's not always that someone's just lazy or they don't want to work. Right. And so I'm looking forward to that opportunity. I am too. 
All right, we'll be leaving here in a minute. So before we mm -hmm. go, let's talk about a few things. How can we get a hold of of the Homeless Coalition, yeah. get involved? You what, what can people who are like, oh, my God, I didn't know. Sure. How do they go to the next level? Yeah, so uh, uh, our website is mctxhomeless.org. So that's Montgomery County, Texas, homelesscoalition.org. So mctx.org. Because there so, is a Montgomery County in Maryland. And they get yes. confusing. There. Yes, so MCTX, you're exactly right. That comes up a lot when people <laughs> Google. Uh, so go there, and that has our meeting announcements and some of the upcoming things. And then there's a contact link on that. So drop a line on there. And and um, I try really hard to respond back to that quickly. Um, you can call me on my uh, work cell, 936-718. Wait, that's the wrong number. 936-537-4883. Um, yeah, so that would be the best way to kind okay. of stay in the loop. And come to our coalition meetings. Our next one's not until August. Uh, a lot of people travel in the summer, so we're just kind of giving ourselves a break. And then um, and in August for that first meeting, we're going to talk about our point-in-time count. We just we have our results back uh, from um, this this January. And so that will that's the most recent data that we have uh, to tell us what, what homelessness looks like in our community. Janet, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank it's you. It's a pleasure as always. And we'll talk more, get that set up. And when it comes time for August and the point of time, we'll get you back on Perfect. and we'll do it. Sounds great. Cool. Thanks, Nathan. Thank you. Yeah. All right, folks. Listen, thanks for tuning in. Montgomery County Lifestyle with Nathan Arzadi on Lone Star Community Radio. What is that? It's your community radio. It's your community TV. It's your community YouTube. It's your community podcast. This is a partnership with the city of Conroe for the citizens of Conroe and Montgomery County. So go to Lone Star Community Radio Facebook page. Go to the website, IRLoneStar.com. Find out more. Get involved. Listen to me every Wednesday and Thursday, Friday. But guess what? There's other shows and music. Get involved. Tell us what we can bring to you. Nathan Arizadi at Montgomery County Lifestyle. And I'm reminding you that this is your county, your life, and your style. Thank you. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, President of the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936 647 3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.